Hi guys, Johnny and Tyler here for an extra edition of U2 where we're just going to talk about uh, a couple of songs that came out in April 2017. First of all, the Kendrick Lamar track featuring U2, XXX, and then Running to Stand Still by U2. Red Hill Mining Town. Oh, f***ing hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is that. Yeah. Uh, Red Hill Mining Town, the 2017 version, which was released Record Store Day. So, Johnny... Uh, your thoughts on Kendrick Lamar? In general? No, just the song. Um, We've not got time for that. No, and I don't have a valid opinion on that. This isn't really my genre of music, to be honest. I, I liked it. There's a lot of good stuff in there, but it's not really in my wheelhouse. I'm pretty bland, you know, indie rock most of the time. So I like the fact that it was U2 rather than just Bono. It's difficult to distinguish what's processors or synthesized beats that kind of thing and what is larry himself yeah, a video i think a video would have been helpful for that one but i don't think this is a single i think it is just an album track yeah and i also don't think that kendrick would probably want to do a whole video with you two it would kind of look this, a bit weird this is done really well uh they it's on the billboard top 10 uh and there was an article recently mm. uh, i can't remember it might have been rolling stone uh but you two join an, an elite club of artists who've had a a top 10 hit in four decades so you two have done the 80s 90s yeah 2000s now 2010s and there's only uh, madonna michael jackson you know all these big names so it, it's it seems to have gone down pretty well yeah but, but what i think works about it is that it's quite subtle and underplayed whereas if they did do you know like a public appearance or a video it becomes a bit more of a of a visual thing where this is laid back we didn't get a big build-up like you know lots of rumours, oh, they're, they're going to collaborate on this on this song. It turned up pretty much out of the blue, as far as I could tell. Uh, about a week or so before the album came out, uh, mm. it was announced that Kendrick had done um, first name terms. Uh, he'd done collaborations with people like Rihanna and U2 for, yeah. the, for the new album. Uh, and, and that sparked my interest, because I'm not a Kendrick Lamar fan. I'd never listened to any of his music before mm. that point. And then ev suddenly every day I was Googling, you know, is is the album out yet? Okay, well, I guess I just missed the feedback. Uh, the feedback? The hype? No, there was, there was about a week, and, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't know about it, and I was excited. I wanted to know what they were going to do. And the result, in the end, I'm actually quite happy with. Uh, and they've been commended on not sounding like U2, which is a strange yeah. thing for me to say as a U2 fan. But um, it's it's very hard to sometimes shoehorn an already established, you know, very well known style into somebody else's music. Yeah. So it's pretty much like they wiped the slate clean with this and just did something nobody expected, and and it's really helped you too. Uh, in this year where they seem to be, you know, the people seem to be having a, a, a renaissance with you two at the moment. Um, yeah. With, with you know with everything that's going on with the Joshua Tree tour and the thirtieth anniversary, so. Yeah, I don't think this hindered them. It, it, you know, it, it's something separate from the Joshua Tree. It's something separate from the main U2 canon. But it's also good, and it's it's succeeded. It's done pretty well. Well, I think that's probably why it succeeded, because the pressure isn't on them here. They can just turn up. They are really competent musicians. You know, they understand different genres. This, to me, sounded... I mean, in the instrumentation that was going on, from if that is Larry and if that is Edge, uh, and if it is Adam, very laid-back bass, almost a sound that they used in the 90s, you know, um, when they were yeah. a bit more hip-hop influenced. Did you find that as well? Then? Yeah, it reminded me of um, Zeropa in parts, and I think that's Edge. Again, we, we're not sure who's playing what at which parts. We just know that there is a full band of 
you know you two on here yeah somewhere um but it reminded me of like uh, late 90, uh, 1990s you know kind of turn of the century hip hop around that time yeah. um and adam i think does really well. there's a baseline on on this and i don't know if it's adam but there's a pretty steady baseline throughout the song yeah it's good which is really hip and funky and seems to me from what i know about adam clayton seems to be more of the style that he's interested in the jazz man yeah, yeah rather than rather than you too i you know it's sometimes wonder does adam get bored in you too because you know a lot of the the bass lines are very you know static mm. as they need to be in that type of band but it's just it's just interesting you know i think adam really you know exercised some of those bassy demons in this song yeah and i think it's again it's laid back it doesn't have a it doesn't have to live up to that much like a u2 album always has to you know yeah you can tell that there's less scrutiny and maybe that's what they need they just need to relax a little bit but i don't see how that's going to be possible considering we've had such a big build-up to getting ready for a song's experience and then it's been put by the wayside while yeah. they do joshua Tree. i'm beginning to think it's not coming um, it will it will turn up this people year? People keep talking to me about song, you know songs of experience and asking me what I I expect, mm. and I I direct, obviously direct them to the the podcast we did about <laughs> that, but I I just don't think it's coming now. I'm I'm really. Wait, do you think it's point, never going to turn up, or do you think it'll be next year? I don't think it's going to turn up. I don't think songs of experience is going to turn up. Whatever. No, I think we will get an album probably next year, but I don't think we'll ever see songs of experience well, that's a bold prediction i think it will be an, a different album uh it's probably influenced by you know the resurgence of the joshua tree and and i, and I, I just don't see it happening now i think the time has has come and gone for so, uh, songs of experience well i'm gonna say categorically it will come out this year and it will be called songs of experience and it will come out well fine uh, but uh, right, let's get back to the actual band. And for Record Store Day, they released Red Hill Mining Town, a 2017 re-recording, at least of the vocals. Other than that, I think they just turned it up. Although I, I, I could have, I could have sworn that's what remastering is, isn't it? It's just turning things up. You've said this before, yeah. I think it's a bit more complicated than that. I mean, it's about balance, about tone, about the whole sonic landscape, and making sure everything's, you know. In its right place. Turn it as Radiohead up. Turn so. it up. Well, maybe. Um, so, I don't know how much we've actually talked about this before, about the, the record and you know what we thought and the song choice. Um, well, it's but, a historically important song because it was going yeah. to be the first single. And then they switched that out with With or Without You, which turned out to be a very good choice, commercially speaking. Yeah, and I think we both like the song, don't we? I love it. Yeah, I I was worried that they would ruin it, as I always am with you two. But they they they've taken um what was already a good song, and it's not as if they've tried to redo it. It's just like oh, this is a reimagining of it. And it's kind of a Hall of Fame glimpse at a song. It's it's like they they've taken it and just you know polished it up and glorified it. It's like a you know a retrospective video package or something like that. Yeah. It, it it feels grander, and I think the brass band has a huge part in that yeah it feels 
bigger, not necessarily better, but it feels bigger and um, maybe just remastered for a modern day sound system. Yeah. You know, something that's going to sound impressive on that, as I'm sure the Joshua Tree sounded that way uh, way back when. I will say that the brass is the first thing that struck me about it. I mean, obviously it comes in quite prominently at the start after the the quieter bit with just the guitar and uh, Bono. And I'm not a massive U2 brass fan in general. And I was a bit worried when I first heard the teaser because I didn't actually like the way, and this sounds quite uh, nitpicky, but um, I didn't really like the way that Bono sings faces. I think he overextends it slightly. But apart from that tiny, tiny point, I think it's a great recording. Bono's voice sounds excellent. and it, He really does. I, I read on uh, on Facebook, I don't know why I read Facebook comments. In fact, I do, because I like to laugh at people. Uh, if you're commenting on anything on Facebook, you're an idiot. Uh, like you know, that's, apart from the review two page, say, see us on <laughs> review two Facebook page. So, but there was people saying, "I wish they'd re-recorded the chorus," as if they Bono had just re-recorded the verse. So I've been listening to this, and that sounds like a new recording to me. Yeah. That does not sound like twenty-seven-year-old Bono. That that's fifty-seven-year-old Bono. Yeah, uh, quite clearly. So some people. Clearly, listening to this, I don't know what they're listening to it on cassette, perhaps, but they're saying that the the chorus is the same, which is ridiculous. But I think it's just people use Facebook these days and Twitter and lots of other social media to think out loud, and that person probably went back and thought, "Oh, actually, it's toilet paper, isn't it? That's what it is." Well, digital toilet paper, I suppose. Yeah. But that's the thing: don't 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 read comments. It's, it's, it's no point. Well, I, well, but. Unless that's you're the that, that's that. Review that's two fine. Page. I don't mind the song. I don't mind the remaster. Really like it. Um, my problem is the way they released it. Okay. Uh, so it was released um, through Record Store Day, which uh, Record Store Day started about ten years ago. In fact, exactly ten years ago, um, as a way to get people back into record shops buying records again, because. <laughs> Wait, I don't understand this concept. Can you explain it, it again? It, it is complicated. <laughs> but, you know, uh, vinyl records were, you know, uh, selling at an all-time low 10 mm-hmm. years ago. That, that should be no surprise because MP3s had just come in and, you know, CDs were still, you know, pretty much in the heyday, maybe just fizzling out. Mm. But now 10 years on, records are the in thing again. That They sell, I think, they outsold CDs... They can't have outsold MP3s. That'd be ridiculous. No. But you know they outsold CDs a couple of years ago for the first time in you know a, a decade or so or whatever it was. Um, but now there's no need for Record Store Day because what they set out to do has been done. Mm. So there's there's no need to to keep well, doing. Can that. I ask you one question? Go on. If you owned a record shop, Tyler's Records, yeah, would you be in favour of Record Store Day carrying on? Yeah, absolutely, I would. But well, that, that's, why, that, that's all it is. It's a money-making thing. Now, let's go back to the U2 thing, right? <laughs> let's go back to U2. U2 have brought out the uh, uh, a 12-inch picture disc where two Anton Corbin pictures, now in colour, for the picture disc. It's the same track on the A and the B side, the exact same track. Yeah. I thought they'd, you know, they'd like put something you know secret on there, but they didn't. I listened to the no. same song two times in a row, just trying to figure it out. I left my house five o'clock on Saturday morning, which was record store day. Mm-hmm. I had to get a taxi into town, get a train into Manchester, yeah. uh, and get to uh, a record store in Manchester called Piccadilly Records. 
Now, when I get to Piccadilly Records, it's about five to seven. Right. Uh, in the morning. In the morning. Oh right. God. The queue is round three sides of the block. Wow. If I'd have gone round the next corner, I'd have been back at the front door. So, so that's how big the queue is. Yep. Uh, and you've been there, and uh, some of our listeners will have been to Piccadilly Records in Manchester. Yeah. The staff at Piccadilly were absolutely fantastic. They were coming around with the uh, lists, so you could tick off what you know. You could have a look what there is, and you could tick off what you wanted. Mm. And when something was selling out, they were updating on Twitter and Facebook and sending a member of staff round to people to tell you what had sold out. Good guys. I'd, and I'd heard no one talk about you two, and thought, oh, okay, okay, cool, this is good. You know, you two, in my mind, are still not a very you know popular band at this point. Mm. So I get to the last corner. I go around one more corner and on the home straight to the front door. And the guy next to me who I've been speaking to just went, oh, don't look at Twitter. And I went, oh, what has you two sold out? He went, yep. Mm. Oh, well, I want to look at Twitter because I want to know that, A, you're telling the truth. <laughs> you suspect this guy straight away. If you away. are telling the truth, then I can go and get my pancakes and bacon from Weatherspoons. <laughs> because I'm starving, and you know, it's like I've been in the queue for you know two hours. It's mm. it's nearly ten o'clock. Are you getting payment from A Piccadilly Records and B Weatherspoon? No, I'm just telling you about my day. So this is this is the frustration, and I'm really annoyed because it's a limited release. You know, mm. you make people go. If you're going to release it, release it. Then it's there. Then you know. Then record. If if you do have a record store day release, people don't have to rush on that one day. Yeah. They can go the next day, Dif- and the next day. Difficult to, to predict how many people... I'm just playing devil's advocate. It's difficult to predict how many people would actually want that disc. Well, I don't know how many they bought. I, 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 I heard the guy saying he bought 20 of the Beatles records. Mm. You know, a, 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 the one that came out that day. But the story doesn't end there. Because I'm, you know, I'm pretty crestfallen. Really, you know, I, I wanted the, the picture disc to go into my new Joshua Tree backpack which has been it's a record bag that you can get off on the website for the new deluxe yeah. Joshua Tree will you be wearing that backpack around the streets of Wigan uh, only around the streets have no, we're around, ah, around where the streets have no name yeah, good I, I, I almost nailed that da, 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 da. Yeah. so the story doesn't end there I wanted it uh, I was checking Discogs uh, which is a good website for vinyl collectors mm. um and I saw one. Right, the, the, the disc, by the way, is twelve ninety nine for one track. Right, one picture disc, which are cheap to make. Wait, two tracks? Well, two tracks, but it's the same bloody track, right? <laughs> it's a picture disc, which are cheaper, the cheaper to make, right? Really? It comes in a, a see-through wallet, and it's got one gold sticker on it, right? Now, is it numbered? That is not twelve ninety nine. You know, worth of anyone's money. That's ridiculous. But now I can't even get it for that price. Now I've got to go online, and I saw them on eBay for like seventy-five quid. Mm. That even, you know, even more ridiculous. Don't get me started on the seven hundred booklets that they gave to some stores to sell because they're now selling it in the hundreds, and it's ridiculous because you're paying a hundred pound more for a booklet. Yeah. So I'm on Discogs, and I find one for eighteen pounds from the Netherlands, and I think, oh, that's really reasonable. I'll buy that. Just then, I, just then I have it, and this. Awful, awful ordeal is over. Mm. So I buy it. Well, I click, I click onto it, and it says, "Sorry, item no longer available." Mm. Sad. I think right. I'll just have a look for another one. And there's another one for like twenty-four pounds, again from the Netherlands. Yeah. 
So we're getting to double the retail price. Now. Yeah. So and then you know plus postage, just six seven pound for, for postage. So I just think, yeah, okay, just buy it, and then you're done. So I buy that one and, and pay for it. And then about half an hour later, I get an email from Discogs uh, saying you have an invoice waiting for you for Red Hill Mining Town. Yep. And I'm like, I've just, I've just bought, you know, just paid that. I remember you know, logging into PayPal to do that. The first one that I'd clicked on has actually let me buy it, but shown me the wrong screen. So now I think, well, what do I do? It, it, I, you know, I look like an I look like an idiot if I just say, oh well, I didn't mean to buy it. You know, like so I, I ended up buying both. <laughs> the first one came on uh, Wednesday, and it wasn't very well packed, so it's burst through three sides of the sleeve, mm. and the gold sticker that I mentioned, oh no, is now on the disc, so I had to get that off. What is there anything on the gold sticker, like a number? It's just you know you two. You know, Red Hill Mining Town, all the credits and all that. <laughs> credits, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just a small sticker. But it's now actually on my record. Yeah. And I'm so I'm, at this point, I am depressed about Red Hill Mining Town. Like, really, really depressed. I don't want to hear about Red Hill Mining Town or Record Store Day. I am utterly furious with the whole thing because I think the second one's coming from the Netherlands as well. Yeah. That's just going to be exactly the same. I'm going to have two ruined copies of Red Hill Mining Town. Mm. Not going to be able to sell any of them, you know. Not, you know. Luckily, we'll be able to play them, but that's about it. Give one to me. Well, we'll see. And then finally on Friday, the second one came, and it was pristine. Mm. And I, so I've hidden that one away, and I'm never going to look at it. It's in my. Uh, <laughs> You're never going to look at I'm it. I'm never even going to look at it. I know it's in full working order, and it, it the packaging's perfect. Um, and that is in my my Joshua Tree record bag. Which they sent before the the, the rest is available, because the the Joshua Tree thing only comes out on the second of June. Mm. But I've already got my bag two months earlier. What do you think I'm going to be doing? But that's that's <laughs> beside the point. That's why so, I don't collect vinyl. So that was my uh, record store day trauma, and I have to say it's not worth it. <laughs> it's just not worth it. No. It's a great song, but I can listen to it on Spotify. Yeah, this is what I did. It was great. Yeah, like, I, I, you know, I, I do assign to this vinyl sounds better because vinyl does sound better. Yeah, I agree. But that whole week of my life, the stressing and the just being annoyed at your favourite band, it's not worth it. It's not you two's fault though, is it? Well, it is because they agreed to release the track and, you know, that way. Well, they didn't package the the, the vinyl no, themselves, No, but, I, you know, they? I have to believe that someone's asking them, you know, you know, can we release it like this? Wouldn't you want a little bit of control? Um, I guess so. I'd want my fans to think that, you know, they're getting a little bit something extra. I wouldn't just want to give them any old yeah. stuff. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> well edited. <laughs> um, I think one thing, though, is that I don't think you two want there to be lots and lots of unsold copies of it in the store. I think they, they will keep the amount low to make it more interesting, to generate more hype, and so more people are interested in, in going getting it. So that's why I think they, they did that. I guess it's a bit kind of mean, um, but there we go. And that's just the way it, it works, I suppose. I was very happy just listening to it on Spotify, to be honest. Was the guy in the queue also buying that, or was he just interested in your kind of plight? Uh, no, he was interested. He, he, he at first didn't want to tell me what he was buying. Well, in case you... Yeah, in case... In Wait, wasn't he in front of you? He was in front of me, yeah. So, you know, it was it was stupid. 
Yeah. I just, I can't imagine queuing. I, sorry if people were really into vinyl, but I just can't imagine um, queuing up at seven, before seven in the morning without having had any breakfast to 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 get something like that. It just, meh. If it was a new song, maybe, or a new album, that'd be cool. Yeah. And uh, for the record, vinyl does sound better, but I, I do not have the time or the money or the inclination to <laughs> replicate all of my U2 collection I on vinyl. I used to have the money. <laughs> well, now it's all spent on vinyl, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but there you go. That was my uh, record store day. Have you really trauma. talked about the song though. Is it, like... I love, yeah, we talked about the song first. I love the song. I think it's I think it's really well done, and it's surprising yep. how um, how good Bono is. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I think it needs to go on the record how just how good he is, and obviously he's had enough time to. It's not a live version. He's had enough time to. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm sounding distracted because I'm looking through my phone trying to find what I said, because I did listen to it. Oh, here we go. Um, so, on our on, our, on uh, WhatsApp, I said, You heard Red Hill yet? Full version is online. Very pleased overall. This is me. Very pleased overall. Some interesting choices, but shivers by the end. So that's what I said. What did I say? Uh, you said, let's have a look, see what Tyler said. Not yet, been asleep all day, I'll listen later. <laughs> <laughs> so... Dedicated fan there. <laughs> I work nights. I, I I have to sleep all day. Let's just say oh, that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it's great, and it really did give me shivers listening to it. It's it's good, and I'm excited. Well, I don't like um, the color on the picture, so I'd rather it be black and white. Personally speaking, uh, I I would just rather them give me a a a standard black vinyl because it, it's more hard wearing than other than the colored vinyl or, or picture disc. But mm. I'm getting into you know a whole. I don't want to set you off on your unforgettable fire brittle cardboard rant. Uh, that, that, that's, uh, that's sleeves we're talking about. But th- yeah, there we go. That is our uh, our April 2017 update. Kendrick Lamar and Record Store Day from myself, Tyler, and Johnny. I'm Johnny. Hello. Oh, hello. I spoke over my name. Johnny. <laughs> uh, that's all for now, and we'll see you soon with the YouTube uh, with the review to live season. See you then. Hi there, thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to get in touch, please contact us on facebook.com forward slash review 2 u or on soundcloud.com forward slash review 2 or search for the Review 2 podcast on iTunes. You can also email us at review2contact at gmail.com. Please like, comment and subscribe. Thank you.